Anthony feels his void is recorded in a living room, with a live cat and dog wrestling somewhere nearby. No voids were harmed in the recording of this episode. Void stability depends on half-baked reviews and opinions provided by the host and listeners like you. Remember to keep all arms, legs, pets, sentimental objects, humorous coffee cups, and Marky Mark memorabilia away from the void at all times. The void will try and tell you, no, it's cool, bro, I'll give it right back. It won't. The void is just kind of a jerk like that. And now what you've all been waiting for. It's time for Anthony to fill his void. Hey everyone, welcome back to Anthony Fills His Void. This is episode number seven. It's a continuation from last week where I was talking about uh, Generation Kill, which is a seven-part HBO miniseries written by Evan Wright. Um, he was a writer for Rolling Stone, Hustler, Vanity Fair, Time Magazine. Um, and that show dealt with uh, first recon Marines in, I, I think it was like the first 30 days uh, first 40 days of uh, the Iraq in- invasion. And so last week I-, I touched on the show, I touched on Evan Wright, and I ran short of time, so I wanted to just do a, a kind of continuation episode that's like pretty, hopefully pretty short, um, but kind of just talking about how I feel about representation of the military and the media um, and why uh, that that representation matters. First of all, I want to talk about this thing called Stolen Valor. And for the people that don't know, Stolen Valor is when someone who has not, you know, served in the military or, you know, maybe served in a small capacity, but they will, you know, they'll give themselves all these crazy medals and ribbons um, and they'll never have done those things. Most of the time it's like a civilian who just like finds military stuff at a, you know, army surplus store, puts together what they think is a uniform and uh, they go out and they pretend to be veterans or service members. Like some people, they act, pretend to be active, you know, military members. I, you know, that like stolen valor on its own is a thing. I'm like, why, why, why would you do that? I, I, I don't know the, the benefit of it, of pretending to, to be a service member in a public crowd. Like, I don't know if you think like, I mean, yeah, you get people thanking you and stuff, but I mean, what, like, what, why do you, that makes, it makes no sense to me why people would do that. And like, I mean, I guess part of it is, is like it, military, you know, they are portrayed as it's like a certain way. Um, and maybe people want whatever that kind of attention is. Um, I can't really speak on it. Uh, but I do know that there's very few things in the world that make me as angry as, you know, people who who pretend to be service members. Um, and I'm just going to stop that there. Like, don't do not do it. And, and leading into another thing that, that you don't do, uh, and I, I think it's like, because you never, you never get, like, a portrayal. Maybe, I didn't watch the show, but there was a show called Foxes Enlisted. Um, and I don't know what they did as job titles, like the soldiers in that, cause it was based around army soldiers. But usually when you watch something like a war movie or something military, like it, it deals with a conflict. It's usually a drama. Um, you know what operation Dumbo drop that was supposed to be a comedy. Um, but it's not always like that, but because 
it's a common misconception that everyone is, you know, like that gung ho Rambo in the business when you're a part of the military. I, I've been asked multiple times, have you ever killed anyone? Don't ask that question. Why would you ask that question? Who, you know, and it's like, there's, there's people who do it. Like I'm using you universally because I'm hoping that no one listen, listening to this would, would ask me or ask another veteran that like, I, I think that that's a, a worldly thing. Like, you know, I wouldn't ask, like, I wouldn't see a, a like a British Marine and be like, Hey buddy, you, you kill anybody? Like, like, and then it's like, why who, who, would you ask anyone else that question? You know, you go into the bank, making a withdrawal, just being like, Hey, kill anybody? You know, pumping some gas, someone pulls up at the pump next to you. Hey, man, you know, can I ask you a personal question? Have you ever killed anybody? Like, you don't ask other people that. Um, so why, you know, why would you, like, that's a, it's a, it's, it's a morbid question. And also it's like, you don't know what that person has been through. So why would you, what if they had? Why would you bring up, like, that kind of thing? Like, you know, so it's a, it's another thing, like, like stolen valor and asking somebody if they've ever killed someone. Just if you feel that coming on, like don't just ignore that instinct and don't do it. Um, you know, cause it's, it's, it's wildly inappropriate. And what, what, like, what's the purpose of it again? Like what? If, what if they did? Like, are are you looking for something to change your opinion of this person? Like, why is it relevant at all? Um, so yeah, uh, and then I guess tying in with stolen value, it's like another reason, like like appropriation, and like I'll I'll talk about why that's. I I, I thought about it this morning, and I'll talk about it later. Why I thought it was interesting, um, but I guess like it ties in with stolen valor, like you know, uh, appropriating it, like you know. You wouldn't wear a Native American headdress, or you shouldn't wear a Native American headdress, so why would you wear, like, a uniform, you know, to just promote, like, being cool? And it's, like, it's a thing where, like, if I ever saw someone who who didn't rate wearing an Eagle Globe and Anchor, which is the insignia of the Marine Corps, I mean, I would probably be very angry. Like, most likely, I would say a 60% chance I'm going to yell at that person because it's, like, that's a thing where it's, like, you don't, you didn't earn it. That's not yours. You want to support people? That's that's cool, but it's like, you know, you, you can't you can't take it and be like, this is mine and and just use it and not give the the love to who deserves it, you know? Um, or if you're if you are like going to a military surplus store and you're just picking up all these uniforms and you just wear them to be like, you know, well, Monday I'm gonna be a Marine, Tuesday I'm gonna be a part of the Coast Guard. Yeah, and it's not cool, bro not cool at all. Um, and then another thing is like, uh, like caricatures, you know, cause I, I know like Gomer Pyle, um, he was portrayed as kind of like a bumpkin and I, that, you know, it's like, it's still that thing where if you're in the Marine Corps, a lot of people in the other services like, oh, well, that's what you get for, you know, picking the short straw when it comes to the brain muscle or, uh, I can't remember what his actual character name was, but what they called him, they called him Gomer Pyle in Full Metal Jacket. Play, you know, the character was played by uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, that was that's a thing where it's like that promotes it, like, oh, Marines are crazy, like they're gonna like they're gonna snap and they're gonna they're gonna kill somebody. Like I remember when I got out, and I was trying to find a job. I it took me 
I mean, at least over a year to find a regular job. Luckily, I had a veteran center nearby that I was able to do like a student job through because no one wanted to hire me. It was that thing where it was like, oh, you're a Marine Corps, you're a Marine veteran, you just separated in the past. Like, no, people wouldn't even look at me. A lot of the times I wouldn't even get interviews just because it was like that was the only job experience I had on there. For a long time, I left off my resume that I was in the military. I told nobody, unless it was a company I knew that had incentives for hiring veterans, I, I would leave it off. I actually just recently put it back on my resume uh, because it, it is. And, and it's like, it's the thing where, you know, the representation that's shown in media, it, you know, it, it can sway public opinion. Um, you know, the, the veterans who went to Vietnam, the veterans who went to Iraq, um, at the second time, I'm not too sure about Desert Storm if there was a lot of pushback for that because it was the 90s. Like those things, like the like how I was talking about last week, it's like people have called me a baby killer. You know, when I had, I've never done, you know, I've never killed a baby. But it's like that kind of opinion where it's, and especially with the media promoting it the way that it is, because it's like you never get the full story and you never get, you never get the stories of the families that are affected in the military. Like a thing with a lot of the defunding of the military, don't get me wrong, I do think that we can cut a lot of our military spending and focus it on things like arts and education, uh, you know, healthcare. Uh, but the flip side of it is those cuts don't come from where you think they're gonna come from. You know, the, the weapons programs aren't gonna get cut. You know, the, the top payment for the top brass and stuff isn't gonna get cut. It's gonna be the same thing like, and it, I've seen it, I've seen it. In the 90s, when the Clinton era started downsizing the military, it happened to my family. Bases were closing left and right. We were moving like every year. Hundreds of thousands of people lost their jobs, lost their health care, lost their access to schooling. You know, like Clinton ended up getting rid of two, like I think it was two ships, two air divisions, um, closing like a bunch of battalions. I, I mean, hundreds of thousands of people just in an instant lost their job. You know, and, and I know what that's like to get forcefully separated where they're like, well, well, you know, people want to cut the funding. So it's like, we got to let you go, man. Um, so it's not, you know, it's not the people or the programs that you think are going to get cut when they cut military spending. It's the middle-class families. And, you know, then it's like, it's the people who have been living in a certain place for years on the other side of the continent away from their home States. And all of a sudden they're now it's like, don't let the door hit you on the way out, you know, enjoy your trek back. Like, what do the, you know, what do those people do? And it's also the the jobs that it's like you don't think about. You know, I, I, I like I like things like Generation Kill, uh, you know, Saving Private Ryan, stuff like that, when it's like, because it, it does show, it gives that humane aspect. Just because we're trained, uh, you know, we have a warrior ethos doesn't mean that, you know, we're, we're all rabid dogs just waiting to tear something up. Uh, and I, I think that a lot of, a lot of the gung-ho military things like like Rambo the first Rambo film was about his PTSD and him trying to come back to a world that didn't understand him um, and where he felt out of place and then they followed up with like sequels where it just turns into like kill fests and stuff and those kinds of things it's like they 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 had a good thing with Rambo Rambo was a good thing and it devolved because that's you know and that's what people ask for big budget action and for all the people who are always like oh yeah like you know let's cut back on military spending let's downsize you know but then they're the people also in the movie theaters being like oh all this destruction is great 
and I'm not saying that's everybody. It's hard when the world is full of hypocrites. Um, and don't you know? I'm I'm not clean. I'm not I'm not pointing the finger without looking at myself. I I've been, and I guess we're all people like that. You know, it's it's a journey. All right, so that's really all that I had to touch on. You know, it it, it wasn't a lot, but it was enough that I felt it deserved its own piece to go on. That's that. I'm glad that I got to talk about it with you guys. Hopefully you enjoyed hearing it. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please, as always, don't hesitate to reach out to talk to me or The Void over on Instagram at AnthonyFillsIsVoid. You can find the podcast, again, anywhere where you find your podcast now, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. Yeah, so it was dope. Thank you for letting me have these two episodes. Uh, Next week, we're going to be touching on a new topic. And I look forward, or not next week, uh, in a couple weeks, we're going to be touching on a new topic, and I look forward to getting to share with you all again. All right? Uh, As always, this has been Anthony at Anthony Fills His Void, and I will see you in a couple weeks.